Damn, damn, damn. Hello, my abnormal psychologists. This is your dinky shrink, Matthew Sanborn Smith, and his insight of the not quite right beware the hairy mango. Today's story is about loving something a little more than it should be loved. I'm not talking about me. You should love me more than I deserve. In fact, if it'll sweeten the pot, I'll show you my asparagus in the boys' room. Asparagus in the boys' room! by Matthew Sanborn Smith. The tax on cigarettes had gotten so high that a pack of cigarettes now cost $3,000. It was cheaper to fly to a tobacco field and stuff the leaves up your nose. An untaxed alternative was needed. The obvious substitute was asparagus spears. They were kind of, sort of, shaped like cigarettes, and we'd rather smoke them than eat them. We lit up. Say, they were good. Damned good. We could even send our kids to the store to pick them up, just like the good old days. No cashier was going to cart a little kid for eating his vegetables, or even smoking his vegetables. As soon as the kids got back home, we sent them out again, because damn, these asparagus spears were smooth-tasting, full-bodied, areoli-enlarging stalks of wonder. We couldn't get enough of them. To hell with cigarettes. It took us four or five days to figure out this stuff was better than heroin. Two weeks and we were overdosing, puking up green vomit while broccoli-shaped pustules erupted all over our bodies. But such was the addictive power of asparagus spears that even our pustules tasted great. The government started offering us tax incentives to get us rehooked on tobacco, but we would have none of that. Since people enjoyed it, other people worked hard to get rid of it. It was outlawed, and asparagus farmers were rounded up and thrown in prison for contributing to the delinquency of a major. We could only score asparagus on the street, and it was getting pricier than our old smokes. We were total spearheads and started smoking everything in nature in an attempt to recapture that high. We smoked string beans and oak leaves, cotton and turquoise. Turns out smoking cows made smoking asparagus seem like small potatoes, and we had smoked small potatoes too. The government certainly wasn't going to outlaw cows. The U.S. Department of Agriculture had two big estate cows, like a double T-bone, also known as an I-bone. Things got so bad Congress wanted to outlaw cows regardless of what the USDA wanted. No one was working, and the only taxes they could raise were parts of cows, which didn't even get past the Internal Revenue Service's mailroom before somebody lit them up. The only thing that stopped the law from passing was the acceptance of the fact that people would just find some even worse drug like fiberglass or hippo rectums or something. Oh, baby, we were going to obliterate ourselves with happiness. The best thing was, one cow went a long way. You and your friends could party well into Sunday morning and still have half a cow left. We made enormous cow clips and passed the bovines around the table. The one drawback to smoking cows instead of asparagus was that we didn't get the tasty pustules. Unless you counted the cowpox, I mean. If this story smoked your salmon, you can puff it and other natural wonders at the website of the party all night, BewareTheHairyMango.com. Grunt fiercely in the comments for this post, or maybe email me and we'll marry our cousins at Matthew at BewareTheHairyMango.com, or maybe not at BewareTheHairyMango at gmail.com. The SF and SF Signal stands for Sentimental Fishmongers. We only turned to science fiction at SFSignal.com after we went belly up in the fish market because all we could think about were all the orphan and widow fish our mad schemes were creating. Inevitably, we'd throw each and every one of our fish back into the sea. They spring back to life after a day or two in the water, right? That's what Todd over in the next stall told us. Hit the donate button on the homepage and give me a dollar to keep the mango flying. I know mangoes don't fly. What I do see is I keep tossing the mango up in the air like he's a beach ball. No, I don't need your dollar to do that, but if I had your dollar, I could pay someone else to do it for a few minutes while I get a sandwich or something. Don't you want me to have a sandwich? Please don't send sandwiches. Twitter your babysitter that you'll donate to Tailbones for Tots just as soon as she follows me at twitter.com slash upwithgravity and we'll sit babies up all over the world because nothing's more wonderful 
wonderful when you look into those innocent eyes than knocking them over like dominoes. This podcast slithers between your toes and leaves behind the scaly gunk of a slimy and kind of bitter-like earwax-tasting excretion peppered with the detritus of a rotting Creative Commons attribution non-commercial share-like 3.0 unported license. Until the end of spring, know what I mean, Vernal? This will be your spongy Matthew Sanborn Smith telling you that life is a bowl of cherries and all of mine have been popped. Good night. If this story smoked your salmon, you can... What can you do? I don't know. This podcast slithers... I knew I was going to have trouble with that.